G.I. Joe podcast show and the last 15 minutes have been absolutely delightful and none of it will see the light of day oh, and boy. I'm very upset about this I can't even tell you why um, so it I'm went, not going to it went from dark to what <laughs> to truly hilarious and oh. so wildly wildly offensive oh yes all Gina. It's all Gina. Gina, uh, listen, here, here's the deal. Hashtag Gina, let us hear it. I think it's what we need. They know the better than to, to know. They know better than to think that I'm the offensive one. We have to have yeah. us release that footage. Yeah, Chan has literal days of footage that knows that that's not true, that hasn't seen the light of day. Are you talking about that beautiful bean footage? You're trying to release that beautiful bean footage? Among other things. <laughs> anyway, this is Knowing Is Half the Podcast, and I am Race to Canis. I'm Robert Clark Chan. I'm Gina Ippolito. And I can already tell this is going to be a loose one. <laughs> I mean... I got, I got angry. I got angry watching this cartoon. <laughs> I got angry watching Kissy Fur. Um, not very long into it. Um, That's the name of the show we're watching, by the way. Kissy Fur. Since Kissy Ray Fur, didn't a show properly. I did not know existed. I, you know what? I vaguely, I vaguely remember hearing the name, whether or not it was in a thread that we did or something like that. But once I started watching it, I remembered nothing. Yeah, it's oh, it's God. it's one of those like uh, in my head, I have it sort of lumped in with the popples. It was oh, roughly you shut time. your mouth! Popples are a delight. And there are there are a lot of just like uh, tiny animal cartoons at the time that were that were all. Uh, targeted towards girls, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and tended to be really non-conflict oriented. Um, the Wikipedia you were reading seems so much weirder and darker than the thing we got, which was basically just a mush of nothing. Yeah, the the Wikipedia page is is very weird and hilarious. Uh, let me just read a read a little quote here from that I was sending the boys earlier. Uh, Kissy Fur is a circus bear club cub who recently lost his mother, who was tragically killed during a circus performance. Nope. So that's, that's part of the plot, which sounds horrifying. It didn't I'm get any of that. It wasn't, it wasn't in the intro. Cause the intro is nope. like, is like a full montage, no uh, words or, you know, like no, not even lyrics in the song. No just lyrics. Like, dancing around and shit and i wanted to see some flashbacks <laughs> i wanted to see that mother mauled by a lion and you know like oh no poor kissy fur yeah all the other children's parents have also similarly been killed yeah i don't i don't i guess like and then and then so kissy fur and his dad you know now without without the mom they they basically like there's a train accident a circus train accident and they're like all right well fuck the circus i guess we're moving to the swamp just like the the reverse Beverly Hillbillies, I guess. So they yeah. move to the swamp. Well, but it's swamp? during a famine, which, by the way, is another thing that the Wikipedia page says. It says there is a famine in the swamp. So so far we've got what? dead mom. Didn't get that. Mom died in a tragic circus accident. 
they they like are trying to pick up the pieces of their lives, move to a swamp. But there's a famine, which is why the alligators are trying to eat all of these things constantly, because the alligators are starving to death. OK. And, you know, the alligators <laughs> represent the French, I believe. So I don't I don't get it. Is this another well, is this another thing that I don't get? The oh, bayou. They I would see. be the local populace. They obviously I mean, represent Asian? Cajun country. Uh, Do you you know th- there's a difference between uh, Cajun and the French, right? No, it's the same thing. They <laughs> both love the fleur de lis. Uh, by the way, Kissyfer, as of 2022, Kissyfer is one of the few NBC productions not in the Peacock streaming service. Gee, so I, I want, wonder why. I want to know. I want to know why. Like there were other bad cartoons. I want to know why this is this. Like they own it. Like it's not like they're they're using like famous music in there and they can't get the music rights. Why is Kissy Fur not on there? I want everyone to tweet at Peacock saying release the Kissy Fur. Uh, okay, so here's what I got out of it. This is a show from 1985. It's a Saban Levy 86 production. to 88, actually. The, well, the copyright at the end said 85. So, I, you know, during the opening credits, right. it said 1985. Because I saw uh, it. I can't speak to Wikipedia, but that's what the actual show told me. <laughs> um, it's Deke. It's, so, obviously, you already know I'm angry. It's a Deke production. It's obviously it's Japanese uh, uh, in origin, and the uh, credits uh, uh, bore that out. So we have sort of a halfway to anime uh, feel to it because what? honestly, the, the, yeah, I, I got that vibe. Really? Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it definitely has like a Robotech animation vibe to it, or the other like David the Gnomes of that era. Oh, uh, because David uh, the, the animation, the, the animation looks better than many other things that happened in the '80s, and it's Deke, so obviously they stole it from somebody. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and also stars uh, a couple of our favorites. Neil Ross is on the show, uh-huh. uh, who's been in Chan's apartment, <laughs> and um, and Frank Welker is also part of the show. But I mean, uh-huh. it's an '80s cartoon, so that shouldn't surprise me as much as it did. Also, Tress McNeil. Oh, I didn't see that Tress McNeil's in there. She's also excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, voice of Babs Bunny on Tiny Toon Adventures, among other things. Uh, good worker uh the other thing you didn't mention about the intro is that uh, uh kissy first dad is a clown bear he was wearing full clown makeup uh perhaps a juggalo can't speak to that but uh, i will say <laughs> that, I, I feel uh, like you you see juggalos a lot of places where they absolutely are not <laughs> yeah i've got a little bit of juggalo face blindness so all clowns to me are juggalos yeah yeah that tracks burning uh, also and to what gina said uh, th- there's no lyrics. This is an intro that's like a minute long with that's a song with no lyrics. I to believe it that at was all. I believe that was Chan that said that. I know oh, you God cannot tell you. us apart after can't. ten years of friendship. I but honestly, can't tell if it's a bit now. It has to be a bit. But also, it doesn't sound like Ray doing a bit. He's what? absolutely not doing a bit. He's just that brain damaged. <laughs> that's true. I hear a piece of information. And then I just assign it to somebody at random. It's because you have like, like, you know, that episode of the Simpsons where they go inside like Homer's head to see what he's thinking. Oh boy. And it's, it's just like a monkey grinder or, or, and then there's like another episode where all he's thinking is like, do, 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 do. I think that that, like you do not pay attention to people because your brain has something else going on and it sort of seizes on things every now and then. So you'll be like, 
oh, someone said this thing. I'm going to assume it was whoever I was last talking to. (laughs) I don't think you're at all wrong (laughs) about any of it. That's pretty exciting. That just saved me a lot of therapy. Um, (laughs) um, This show, this show does not need to be. Let me just go ahead. I'm just going to say it. The episodes we watched are The Humans Must Be Crazy. More on that later. And To Tell the Truth. It's a two-part. So we get two episodes of Kissy Fur here. So look forward to, in between them, me throwing to a commercial break and then forgetting I did it a week later when I edit this episode (laughs) and putting the commercial break somewhere completely else. I just want to read one more thing from the Wikipedia page, which was the other thing that I sent you guys. Because there's, there's sometimes on Wikipedia a section called Reception, which means how the show was received. Sure. And the quote that they gave is, uh... In 2014, Rob Bricken of io9 included Kissifer in his list of, quote, a dozen 80s cartoons that don't deserve to be remembered at all, oh, let, alone, let alone fondly. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. There's a Look, lot of Kissifer hate. No, uh, watching this, I mean, I just got to a point. I'm, I'm not even kidding. I was like two minutes. In, you'll see the part. I literally marked the point when I checked out. In my notes here. And it's shockingly early. And it's because this just doesn't need to exist. I don't know who it's for. I don't know the point. I just, I don't know why someone would watch this show without having a podcast involved. Yeah, I, I similarly was, was underwhelmed. Uh, I, I watched it in chunks as I do when things are especially bad. Yep, yep. (laughs) The only redeeming thing about it is that it was like two short episodes. So I knew I only had to like watch one story for 11 minutes. But the second story is so much worse than the first one. It It really is. Yeah. It it made me want to, uh, it made me want to go back and just rewatch the second one for 11 minutes rather than subject myself to a whole other terrible story that made me want to kill Kissy Fur. I wish he died and not his mom. Oh, I have that also written down here. Uh, we'll be getting to that a little bit later as well. <laughs> I had some thoughts about a scene that uh, uh, affected me in a way I was frankly upset and shocked by. Um, uh, real quick sidebar. Yes. The uh, article that you were referencing, the io9 article, has Kissy Fur at number one. There, it's just a list. It's not like a countdown. So okay, okay. It's, uh, okay. Then it's Potato Head Kids, which is on the big list for us to do. Uh, yes, we haven't yeah. done it yet. Well, yeah. Beverly Hills Teens, which we've done. We've yeah, done that one, we yeah. have. I didn't. You know what? I, I, I remember it. Maybe I'm just tainted from Kissy Fur. I don't think it was quite as bad. Uh, I don't think so either. I agree. Uh, I hate. I, I hated Beverly Hills Teens when <laughs> it was out. As a kid, I hated Beverly Hills Teens. I was like, this is fucking garbage. Uh, and, and, and as and as and now as an adult, somehow not as bad as Kissy Fur. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And I just think uh, Kissy Fur is not just bad. It's forgettable. Like, there's just nothing yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. That's the part that was really upsetting to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got Rude Dog and the Dweebs, which yeah, we've okay. done. We have, what? Uh, we've okay. done that? I've never yeah, even heard so of that. that. We had a guest, uh, Brian Inseong, if memory serves. Might have been. been. a while. Uh, Moon Dreamers, which... I asked to put that on the list. I just found out about that today. Did you? Yes. Uh, I I watched a list earlier for the people at home of the top 10 worst 80s and top 10 worst 90s cartoons. I watched back to back while I was working. I had it on in the background to see Uh if we missed any. And I was just throwing down a list 
throwing down a list as there were stuff I knew we hadn't done on the show before. And there's a good, like, I think six or seven titles, I think, that came out of that. So, uh, yeah, I think most of them were already on our list. Uh, just, we just haven't gotten to them yet. Very possible. Uh, Denver, the last dinosaur is on here. And just we, garbage. Have we, have we done that twice now? I just remember being super, super. I just remember him doing the dinosaur rap over the radio and me wanting to go outside and shoot somebody. I love yeah. him. I love uh, him. Uh, well, the, fortunately for you, sometimes that happens. Sometimes people just die in front of your house. I mean, listen, listen, Jan. I wasn't sure if I wanted to get into it. Well, you, you, you skirted too close. You flew too close to the sun, and I brought it up. Real things. Here we go. First off, I did not go out uh, uh, in front of my house and shoot somebody because I'm not a shooter. I think you could look at me and tell that. Wow. Second thing I'm going, and I have I nothing else to say it. about that. The second thing I'm going to say is I don't think the person in front of my house died. They just OD'd from drugs. Hey, everybody. I live I live in a great place, apparently. Uh, here's the thing, though. Uh, the paramedics had Narcan, so good good on them. Yeah. I, they, mean, they were, I think in they LA were, now, they always carry it. Yeah. They were prepared. Have, have some in your garage, Ray. So the next just time you keep some Narcan in my garage in case somebody just starts shooting up right in my front yard. Great. Uh, Dink the little dinosaur. We haven't done that, have we? Is that not related There's to Denver? There's a Dink and a Denver? Yeah, what's yes. up with this? And I've been confused by it, so I don't I, I don't know if we've done it. I don't think I, we've done Dink. I don't think we okay. have. So Dink is dink, still dink. out there. Dink, dink, uh, dink, Rubik dink, the Amazing dink, Cube, dink. obviously. Oblo. That's Rubik, those- Rubik deserves to be remembered. That list is Rubik. bullshit if it puts Rubik on it. That's so bad that it like it sticks in your head. And it, it will. We've done like three episodes of Rubik at this point. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just wonderful. I, I, I'm to a point now I've come around the horseshoe. I love Rubik. <laughs> <laughs> I think I still think he's a pedophile. Um, matter. Yes, yes, and yes. All of those <laughs> uh, Ghostbusters. I like, unrelated, I also like the Thriller album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ghostbusters, the non-real Ghostbusters version. So We yeah. have done that as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Paw paws, yeah, that was really oh, great. Yeah, for, God damn it, we done paw paws. Yeah, uh, Popeye and Son. I have a vague recollection of oh. this. Oh, uh, it was an '80s version of Popeye, and I'm betting it's the drizzling shits. Yeah, get out, get that on the list. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and Foofer. Yeah, Foofer. Yeah, also Fufer. terrible. Still, yeah, I would say Kissy Fur worse than Foofer in the Battle of the Furs. Kissy loses. Wow. I think I I predict a year from now, you guys reading through another list and then you saying Kissy Fur, which we did, and me saying, what the hell is Kissy Fur? Because I think this is going to be expunged from my brain in a matter of 30 minutes after we finish this. (laughs) As well as I mean, if you could get it, if you could get it down to expunging before. (laughs) I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it's going to take a lot of alcohol to to rinse this one away. Oh, I just look. Okay, I chose this yes. episode because I started scrolling down. And I'm like, oh, robots. Let's do robots. <laughs> yes, uh, that's got to be good. We'll get into I it. I can't believe that I missed further down one called Comrade Kissy Fur, where oh, a no. monkey cosmonaut from the Soviet <gasps> Union. Oh, Chan, what are you doing to me? Their, oh, oh, I oh. bet it's the exact same plot as the robot one. To be honest, it probably is. They turn Honestly. they turn him into a slave. Well, Let's do it again. Just let's talk about the humans must be crazy. We have to talk about this show at some point, and it's been 15 or so minutes. So yeah, what I the heck? We're here in 40. all. 
look, there's an airplane. Forty before, just we have. Be uh, there's an airplane. I don't want to really talk about this for an hour and a half, like we have other things. <laughs> uh, there's an airplane flying above the bayou. The the side door of the airplane rips off for no good reason. No, it rattles open. The the handle just goes like blah blah blah. That's not how airplane doors are supposed to work. That's all well, I'm trying to say. In the 80s, you know, yeah. seat belts and um before door handles question mark. I'm I'm worried. Is this is this the air crash uh, referred to in uh, the American Pie song? Should I be concerned? Uh I saw no Chevys, no Levies. Okay, we're we're, we're safe then. Um uh, so the, it loses a box. A giant package flies out the side and drops. Uh, well, it hasn't dropped yet, but it's dropping on our heroes. Uh, the there's a little yeah. mystery, like fucking an atomic bomb. Yeah, we hear it whistling down, which will become yeah. relevant later on. Somewhere uh, yes. uh, Oppenheimer's out there going, wait for it. Yeah. Slim Pickens is riding the box on the way down going, yeehaw. <laughs> I, like, I like them all. Um uh, one of the characters who I did not bother to learn any of these characters uh, just no. they, they wants to whistle while you work. One of them was named whistle. Toot, and that made me actively angry. So <laughs> I refused to learn any All other. I, I, I only know that there's Kissyfer and Kissyfer's dad, and then like there's a robot named Zoomer because I just kept writing, okay, Zoomer. Okay, Zoomer. I wrote yep. it. Yep, yep, yep. Same here. Uh, so they say, well, they're doing work. They're collecting like acorns or some something, and they say, what if we whistle while we work? then we're in good shape. But it's like, I don't know, a beaver or something. What is this character? A squirrel? Yeah, I don't some know. some beaver. He's a beaver. He's a beaver. Well, with only yeah. one tooth. Uh, you know, kids lose teeth. That's a thing. And so the beaver can't whistle. And so all of a sudden, this whistling from this, this dropping bomb of a crate uh, is happening. And all the other characters get, like, aggressively angry at this beaver, saying, yo, you got to stop whistling, asshole. And the beaver's like, I can't even whistle. What are you talking about? And I was just like, why are they getting so mad? Why are they getting so you, mad at this poor animal? You would animal? be mad too if you lived in a bayou with a famine where alligators were either going to eat you or die. Yeah. I mean, true. I just It's not this beaver's fault. Uh, anyway, the crate falls in the water and it only falls like two feet from the edge of the water, yet somehow that's the deepest part of the entire pond, <laughs> which I thought was a little strange. Mysteries of the bayou. That's what I'm going to say Mysteries. to everything about this. <laughs> mysteries of the, from time life books mysteries of the body um and so uh before there's there's a there's a there's a robotic sound saying help help i'm like oh there's there's a robot in there cool and so they 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 pull it out with like a rope and uh it turns out i was right there was a robot in there and this is the point right here is where i checked out <laughs> uh to, yeah th- that's I not checked out immediately that's not a bad call uh <laughs> when i saw when it started saying help, help, I'm like, man, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> robot, like screaming for help. Yes, and then it turns out uh, someone's screaming for help in this episode like 40 times a minute. <laughs> it's creepy and unpleasant. Uh, none of this makes me happy. Yes, I, I wrote here. I already hate this. And I started flipping tabs on my computer. To just look at something else while it was I, happening in the background. You know what? To be honest, I found the robot the most entertaining part of this, uh, but they immediately turn it into their slave. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They imme- oh, ha, ha. 
his name is Zoomer. He says, what are your instructions? And they're like, wow, we can have him do every shit task we don't want to do with no concern for this clearly living creature who was begging for help a moment ago. Sentient being. Yes. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who, uh, feared for its life. So clearly, you know. It, it is a living creature. Yeah, yes. we see it sleeping later on. It's it's yeah. yeah. It can feel yeah. fear. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they they immediately oh. turn it into their unpaid slave. You guys Force it into slavery, you guys. Uh, this is so funny. Somebody's in there. Maybe it's a mummy or even a daddy. I was going to let that joke go. I was going to let it go. I was never going to mention it. Oh, the just, ah, just the (sighs) the sharp wit of this. uh, I think that voice that I think that voice was maybe Tress McNeil or maybe a daddy. And I, I just, I want to know what age these things are supposed to be because they're like, they have chores and shit, but they, some of them talk like babies and then, like the alligators want to eat the babies, and it's just—it's I mean, it's a horrible—it's a horrible mishmash. Haven't you read jo- uh, Jonathan Swift? Come on now, <laughs> we it's all a, know it's a horrible mishmash of terrible things, like a, a mom who I don't know—I'm assuming like went wild and got shot by someone in, during the circus. Never so. <laughs> got rabies. A, a famine going on that's going to kill like other oh creatures God. in the bayou, yep. but then like baby voices and baby jokes. And I hate it. I hate the combination. <laughs> I, yes. Um, they decide let's keep him. Like he's like, like they literally said, we saved your life. Now put on this collar and be our slave. I well, mean, this robot is so up to no good. I think. I think this robot is is like like because it's never it's never touched upon where this robot is coming Nobody from cares. or yeah. where it's going to. I think this is an iRobot situation where it's go. It's decided that they can best serve humanity by destroying humanity. Interesting. Oh, well, they, okay. they they wrap it in leaves as a disguise. Like that's a good disguise. good disguise. Dad is very stupid. Look, okay, well, Dad is a clown, like legitimately. So uh, they go to Dad's house, or Kissyfer takes Zoomer the robot, wearing an all-leaf disguise, and tries to sneak him in the house. Doesn't work. Dad says, well, you guys got to go pick berries. And the, they end up leaving, and the dad's like, are you sure there's nothing more you want to tell me about anything that's happening? And he's like, nope. And he's like, all right, go pick them berries. Yeah, all right, go play with the with the Hmm. uh, famine starved alligators out there, kid. (laughs) Is is indeed the father stupid or as I am coming to learn uh, when I thought that perhaps I had gotten one over on my mother, you know, when I was a little kid, it's not so much that I fooled her as she was just too fucking tired. fight this battle i get that just let it be you know like I, it seems obvious he's not telling him the whole story that's why you know he's basically like you're not telling me the whole story yes and i agree with you chan it's just there's just a point where you're just like i don't know it's probably fine i don't give a fuck yeah i think this dad is like fuck my wife died i was never supposed to be a single dad i never have time to jerk it anymore because my kid is constantly underfoot right 
let let him just go outside. Maybe I'm not saying Jesus. I'm hoping for him to be eaten by the famine-starved alligators. But, but like, it'll he, be a thing people <laughs> understand. Yeah, if he does, I'm technically not to blame, and at least I'll get a good night's sleep. All the pity pussy you're gonna get. Holy oh yeah, yeah. He, he can have his he can have his pick of all the of all of Gambit's castoffs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> people who auditioned for the role and didn't get it. <laughs> Um, um, but no, wait, hold yeah. on. Isn't, I mean, Miss, Miss Louise, whatever they're fucking right. Oh yeah, absolutely. The, oh, like, yes. definitely. Especially in the second episode when she's like dealing with his tooth. I'm like, oh yeah, she's Miss, Miss Emmy. Is this a thing? Uh, oh, you know what? We can, we can look at the Wikipedia, right? There's like characters. There we go. Miss <laughs> Emmy Lou. Where's a flower school teacher, excellent cook, sister named Jenny Lou, cousin named Ernie, sweet on Gus and serves as his love interest. Okay. So, wow. I mean, again, so who is this show for? Why is there a love interest in a show that seems like it's made for very stupid three-year-olds? Yes. I kept, it's the thing I kept asking myself, what is the target audience of this at any point? I don't know. Really dumb kids. That's the only thing I can think. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> It's like, all right, kid, look, it's it's this or Zoobly Zoo. You're going to have to make a choice. Oh, choose Zoobly <laughs> Zoo every time. Zoo. No, please, God, no. Um, Yo, Zoobly Zoo is a picnic compared to this. Woof. Yeah, I don't know. Pretty rough. I don't know. I would probably take Zoobly Zoo over this. Zoobly Zoo has singing and people in animal costumes. That automatically right. puts it ahead. I mean, you're, it's way you know, here. But sometimes you don't want that. Uh, You're absolutely right. Uh, Zoobly Zoo has singing and people in animal costumes. I've changed my vote to Kissy Fur. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's meet the Gators. And I only know that one of them's name is Jolene and she has fake red hair. Yeah, why is she wearing a wig? Why is she wearing a wig? I don't understand. Hey, Gina, crocodiles don't have hair. The other crocodile's name is Floyd. It's Floyd and Jolene. Please respect the craft of the writers. I don't get it. I just, everything about them. I just, I, they're hungry. Uh, they they try to like they try to capture the robot and they get dunked on basically because the robot is insanely strong compared to them. And then that's it. But they say we need to go steal that robot. And so uh, we'll come back to that in just a moment because we got to go back to the forced slavery because the gang, as they are, has just circled around the robot to order it to do literally every single aspect of the chores in their lives. And this is not good. This is not healthy. This is not an appropriate lesson for kids to learn. I'm Everything make, about this I'm getting mad about. I'm going to make a quick sidebar here because I want to derail this as much as possible. Going through the Wikipedia, there is a character named Flo whose only description is a smug buzzard. <laughs> and that is, you know what? Objectively fantastic. <laughs> I want that a really band named smug buzzard. Um, I want a coffee drink called a smug buzzard. <laughs> I, I want, want it on my tombstone. <laughs> yeah. Here lies Ray Stacanus. A he was smug a buzzard. Smug. <laughs> uh, can I just say that, like, when they make this uh, creature that can feel fear into their personal slave, uh-huh. I assumed the lesson of this kids TV show, because crappy oh deke kids TV shows always have lessons, sure. was going to be that slavery is bad. So that's I just want to put that out there. 
so that when we get to the end of this 11 minute episode, I can tell everyone. I would like to put out there that in 1985, uh, that was not taught. That was not (laughs) a thing that was decided in all 50 states. So, you know. I thought that at least the lesson was going to be something along the lines of you need to do your chores yourself because it's not right to shove them off on someone else. I knew it wasn't going to explicitly be slavery is bad. I thought it was just going to be when you don't do your chores, someone has to pick up the slack. I thought that the robot was going to get overwhelmed maybe with too many tasks Mm -hmm. and he was going to like break down and the kids were going to be responsible for overloading him with all of their chores that they should have been doing. None of this happens by the way. No, none of this. It would be great. Hundo percent. Uh, the only lesson they would impart in a show like this is just listen to your parents, uh, uh, put your head down, uh, be an obedient little. It's not I even gonna, that. Wow. I had words that were going to come out of my mouth that I felt bad calling these little uh, fake animals. So. No, it's the lesson isn't even that. Uh, Ray, take us through to the end so I can tell everyone what the creepy yeah, lesson um, is. <laughs> Look, we we have our big like act three coming up, and I actually believe I know what the lesson is, and you at home are not going to believe it. <laughs> that based on everything we've said so far, what they come up with as the learning point, because I have a very strong belief, and I'll, I'll share it when we get there. Uh, lots of tasks. I just wrote down these kids are fucking dicks. They are such dicks. They're just. But also, why everything. are their parents giving them so many chores? Like they, but, like they have like an adult level job of chores. You know, each one of them had one job. Like yeah, one that of wasn't them that much. Was like make my bed. No, That's it not, was yeah, like pick bear. One of them was like weeding. You don't send kids to fucking weed. Uh, if they're old enough, like gardening is definitely a thing that you can make your child do. They're not old enough. One of them has a crazy, creepy baby voice. Oh, Gina, who grew up in the lap of luxury, (laughs) who had maids and servants doing her work for us. Like, oh, you should not make these poor children do work. Wash their own hands. Come on now. Well, are you saying that I have to feed myself? I have to cut up the food and put it into my mouth and not have my butler do it for me? Oh, no, not here in New Jersey. I I had a robot butler, so it's okay. Uh, did that robot butler cry? <laughs> yeah, every night. That was not a robot, you know, That was a human being. <laughs> which, which was a robot. <laughs> okay, let's let's zoom to the end for Zoomer. Um, the Gators break into their house and steal Zoomer. Okay, I'm fine with that. Like, whatever. This, this I, why, how <laughs> nobody seems to even notice. Like, this is insane. Um, he, they order Zoomer to steal every single child in town so they can eat them. <laughs> and yeah. and I, I literally wrote it here, like, they're just going to eat the bears and everything? The answer is yes. They're going to oh, eat yeah. every single child animal that they can. Yeah. Uh, and Zoomer, Zoomer pulls them off. Z- Zoomer, Zoomer grabs all the children, takes them to like this, their, their, their shack slash boat area, and puts an apple in all their mouths and ties them up. Ooh. Be fair. We do not know that it was Zoomer that put the apple in. I would pretend that he <laughs> oh. tied them up and probably the crocodiles did it themselves. I, I had a realization while watching this uh, with that pig character with the apple in his mouth tied up uh, looking very afraid. And I don't mm-hmm. know if I feel good about this, but like I was okay with all these children getting eaten right here. Like, if it would have ended with a giant old b- piggy barbecue 
and they ate the. And I think there have been other properties where there's been like in peril, like pigs. And I've been like, you know what? Let's, let's just eat them. What would yeah. happen if we just ate? What would happen if the episode ended here with all the children being killed? But then, but then, uh, uh, Kissy well Fur does something that is definitely going to make him popular among the Law and Order SVU crowd. <laughs> uh oh. Which is because he can't talk. He can't like like the robot will take orders from anyone. It's not like a genie right. where he's got like a new master. He like so Kissyfer just needs to talk to him. And Kissyfer has his mouth wide open with an apple stuffed in it. So he can't do anything. So that motherfucker just deep throats that apple and then swallows it whole. He mm-hmm. did. And I did sort of it like is, the bit. It's I'm, I'm so disturbing. It's so disturbing. It is oh, his body yes, horror. No. No, no, it's definitely disturbing. Definitely disturbing <laughs> and, and definitely not uh, sexually arousing. I'm sorry. I had to watch it like three or four times just to make sure I was watching it correctly. I, yeah. No, yeah, I yeah, was yeah. 100% like so, there is there is some creepy old adult bear that that like <laughs> masturbates to this in in the bayou that like the, that all the other animals are like, oh, don't don't go over there, kids. Don't don't trick or treat at his house this year. <laughs> we'll meet him later. Is is voiced by Frank Welker and his name is Uncle Shelby. He's Uncle delightful. Shelby is a name for exactly that sort of person. <laughs> he he, you know, he runs the bike shop in town. It's fine. But yeah. like the um, way they animate this, it, it it looks like it hurts. Like it, it like he is swallowing an apple whole core and all with that stem there, and he's like he like tries to choke it down a couple of times. Like he's like. Ugh, ugh. And then swallows it, and he Jesus makes Christ. a terrifying face, like he, like it just scratched up his innards, and everything about this is upsetting. It's so, it's so it, delightful. Like I really wanted them to murder the children, and I, that does not speak well of me. And I keep going back to it, like, man, I, I got some, I got some dark thoughts <laughs> that I should not be okay with, and should probably not be exploring. Anyway, let's talk about this some more because they they said they say to the robot, we want you to light a big fire so we can murder these children and eat them. And the, the, the robot's like, great. And he like nukes their house, setting it on fire. And That's I'm sad. laughing hysterically. Like, this is the moment that I was like, you know what? You know what? Kissy fur. Okay. Let's, <laughs> you, you let's, can have this one. Let's do this. Kissy fur. That was that was so over the top, ridiculous, violent. I'm for it. And then they say, go bring some water. So he finds a puddle and cuts out the earth around the water, tries to bring it over. Considering they're in the goddamn swamp. And he was so weird from like water, like a genuine, like a fucking river. And the, the clump of earth just like soaks through and disintegrates in his hands. And the robot is sad. And so the gators uh, at this point, fucking short circuits. Oh, that's right. He's sad. He's short circuit. They say he's rusted. And I'm like, that was fast. Uh, that was, yeah, fast. was fast. Kissy for uh, uh, escapes, uh, uh, gets everybody else out. Meanwhile, the gators, their house is on fire. And, yep. and Jolene grabs Floyd's tail and just starts beating like the side of the house with his tail to put out the fire. And I'm like, this is not how anything works. Everything, everything about this is dumb. Yeah. yeah, I'm unhappy. I mean, I'm unhappy with this choice of program. I will say that, like, you know, Kiss, Kissy Fur's dad is basically like, hey, we can't keep this robot. 
Kizzy Fur is sad. And then the robot is basically like, hey, fuck you guys. I'm leaving this weird backwards, backwards swamp where you make me be your slave. Peace out. And, and, and Chan, there's a, there's a very specific, and I know you must have it marked, but a (laughs) zoomer uh, sound poll here that I'd like to hear. Do you need help identifying it? I thought it would be obvious. Uh, this one? Okay, Zoomer. But I'm afraid we have a problem. Me too. I have decided this swamp is hazardous to my health. So I am heading back to civilization. No, it's before that. It's before that. It's a very short line that made me giggle when he said it because I'm inappropriate. That's why you can't play around with machines, little bear. Sure, they can help. Oh, wait. Oh, this? It's working! It's working! Oh, my joints are stiff. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm five years old. That made me laugh uproariously. What? Oh, my God. Oh, that line read was incredible. That robot's got a super boner is what I'm trying to say Ray's right now. Co- Chan is going over your house right now, Ray, to beat you to death. <laughs> oh, good. I got a Christmas present for him still. No, I hear there's some Narcan over there. <laughs> uh, we got a little bit of it. I don't know if you're going to edit it out, the 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 Chan fumbling for, for the sound bite. <laughs> but... I can't believe that that's what Ray wanted. <laughs> like, well, Paul, you I can't believe like, what? you're the, surprised. There's but, nothing here that is funny or weird. That's just like. Yeah, I also didn't. I also thought he just wanted the hazardous to your health. But we got a little bit of it where where um, Kizzy first dad gives him the moral of this episode. And it's that Kizzy first dad is a fucking doomsday prepper who doesn't trust computers. Like that is the that is the moral of this story. The moral is like, oh, you know, you can't rely on these. What if there's an EMP? That like you got to know how to shoot, son. It's well, it's it's a crazy lesson. It's a crazy lesson. Okay. Now hold on now. Now first off, uh, full disclosure, I was just watching a YouTube video about the uh, the first Terminator movie, and so I've been thinking about Skynet and AI <laughs> and whatnot all day. Uh, but this one, what he's what this is in 1985 would be like. Don't play with your dad's power tools because you might chop your hand off. Because uh, he says, "Don't play around with machines." Obviously, he's not talking about fucking uh, artificial intelligence, <laughs> androids, and shit. It's not ex machina. No, he's saying, he says like, that's the problem with computers. Like you, no, can't, like you, machines, Gina. Wait, play it again. That's why you can't play around with machines, little bear. Did you wait, hear computers, wait, Gina? Wait, what's oh the rest God. of it? What's the rest of the quote? What's the rest of it? <laughs> You think it, I'm sure they can computers and help for you? Sure, they can help you, but if you're not careful, they can hurt you too. That's, Where does it take computers? Wait, okay, so you took you took that like it's like don't oh kids don't go play with the weed whacker. I took yes. it as him being like he's he's a couple years away from thinking that vaccines have chips in them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> He is, but that was not the point of this thing here. Like, yes, we can assume that he becomes some crazy fucking libertarian Alex Jones asshole. But in this instance, he's just talking about don't put your hand in the blender. This is the whole thing with this episode and why it's so batshit weird. 
We literally get a, a thinking, feeling robot who they force into slavery, who then uh, abducts them at the words of another. Uh, uh, they're almost murdered. They come back, and it, and the lesson we learn is that dad's a Luddite. He just doesn't trust them newfangled machines. Yeah, yeah. And it's the lesson, the literal lesson after they forced, again, I cannot express this in enough shock. They forced this small child into slavery. And the lesson they were learned is, yeah, got to be careful. Them machines will kill you. It's like what? What are you no, talking we, about? What? Le- what? That's the lesson we're gonna learn is that machines equal bad. This is the lesson that imperialism is trying to teach kids: <laughs> that you can go overseas and enslave uh, brown people, but be careful because they will be ungrateful and eventually try and overthrow you. Can't trust them. Can't trust. Can't sure, have them they can house. mine your emeralds in South yeah. Africa during apartheid, but don't get too close, son, Mister Elon. Those small children hands, will kill you. Small hands will build uh, a phone for you. Just don't uh, uh, let uh, shooters into your house. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, and we do have a callback to the whistle gag, which because now yeah. now the beaver can whistle, and <sighs> I was like, at least we have that. Yeah, it's like structurally correct without I, actually I'll- being funny. I will take structurally correct at this point. I asked so little that when I saw that, I went, oh, thank God. (laughs) My biggest highlight, other than my joints are stiff, is... (laughs) Oh, look, something in the form of a joke. Wonderful. It's something that was actually written correctly. It took all 11 minutes to get there, but we did. We'll be right back. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. The Sword of Omens, safe in the hands of Lion O, Lord of the Thundercats, fighting to keep it from Mumra, whose wicked eyes light up with a secret ring. Thundercats take to the Thunder Tank, transforming to resist the evil mutants. <laughs> Who will win? Good or evil? Now you can decide. Thundercats by Rainbow Toys. Now back to G.I. Joe. Okay, we're back. Oh, that was you doing the commercial. (laughs) Wow, that was nice. You like that? Uh, Yeah. That was me doing something structurally correct that I will guarantee I fuck up later. Yes. Considering, like, I don't know, we're like an hour into this thing already, so it would be a really weird... Uh, commercial break but you know what there's not as many moral quandaries there are some in the second half of this but not <laughs> as many as the first one um it's called to tell the tooth Ugh, I, and there's I, a I, this is i i i want i want my 11 minutes back i hate this i could not possibly <laughs> hate this more i hate uh, this i hate kissy fur I hate that I'm sure at least one of you is going to stick up for his stupid, this stupid little kid. Oh, I'll stick up for the dad. I'm sticking up for the dad here. I'm not as a kid's I'm expecting Uh, Chan to say like, no, this is, oh, his mom died. This poor kid. He's afraid. He's he's afraid his dad doesn't love him anymore. And I say, I wish he drowned in that last scene. uh, You know what, Gina? We will get there. 
<laughs> I'm just putting it out there now that once Chan pulls his fucking bleeding heart parent shit on this disgusting little bear, I am not on board. I so- don't think you understand how the <laughs> father-son dynamic <laughs> functions. Yeah, so, I can't understand either. We'll get to it. <laughs> so, we open up with our exposition. There's a baseball game and slash picnic where the dads and the kids are gonna they're gonna play against each other and they're gonna have a whole like thing. And uh, Kissy Fur's dad, the clown, uh, has a massive toothache. He is in excruciating pain from mm-hmm. his tooth. Now, toothaches aren't really a thing anymore. Like I, you. I, I've never like I, I had a toothache. It's because my tooth was broken and infected and Gross. we had it pulled out. Yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, and sometimes people who don't have dental coverage will go years with that sort of thing. Gross. So, I did. Let me yes. say, uh, All of this is already, correct. Already on dad's side or uh, thinking about this poor dude who's uh, I mean, I guess it's hard getting work after you. You're only the only thing on your resume is being a fucking bear clown. <laughs> Um, so I feel for him like he can't get his SAG insurance because you know he just doesn't have enough work and he's walking around just like hurting all the time and that is that's some shit I guess what I'm trying to say is I think toothaches were a lot bigger plot point used in like 80s you don't really see that in shows anymore uh and it's yeah I I definitely remember being that way and thinking like oh yeah that's crazy like uh why would you have a toothache when you could just like go to a dentist and get that fixed and then yeah i became an adult and i'm like oh that's why because <laughs> i work a series of minimum wage jobs none of which have uh any sort of medical coverage Chance, it's fun it should make you feel worse to know that this bear had better dental coverage than you did back then <laughs> yeah you just needed oh, my, an old turtle to come with a sledgehammer coverage was fucking bottles of Bushmills, literally. Bushmills and Tylenol. Been there. Um, So this is where the dad is a GD hero, MVP of this episode. He absolutely should not go to this baseball thing. He doesn't want to go to this baseball thing. Kissy Fur comes in and says, I really want you to go to this baseball thing. And he sucks it up and says, I'm going to be a good parent today. He says, yes, despite absolutely not, he should not be doing this. And so- He is doing 100% the right thing because if he said, sorry, son, I have a toothache, the kid would still say, oh, dad hates me. Dad doesn't want me to uh, want me around. I'm going to run away. And this is why I hate this kid. Yeah. Yeah. So we cut to we're now at the event and the warthogs against like the bears. I don't know how this, these teams work out. I didn't even see enough people there to really play a full game of baseball. So no, 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 that was two on two baseball, a well-known <laughs> swamp phenomenon. It, was, it seems like the overhead shot showed a full, a full kit in the field. I do not exactly understand, but I do. The warthogs are cheating and it's a plot point that we basically touch upon the warthogs win all the games, and then we it, there's no comeuppance. There's no reflecting on it. Never mentioned again. So, kids, you're Wait listening at home is cheat. No, no, no. The warthogs cheated at baseball, sort of. I mean, if you throw a rock and no one calls you out on it, like, that's probably yeah. in the rules. Bad job. The now, one, like, they don't do anything. They just win. Well, they run over him. I mean, they don't. They, they could have run around him when he fell Everyone in the Everyone ran race. over him. Yeah, again. Fair. The, if they, everyone's doing it, that must be the rules. Weren't they all warthogs? World of, of swamp famine. 
I don't. So, Chan, the sound pull I want, though, is the Warthogs know they're cheating. Everybody on the Warthog team knows they're cheating by grabbing a fake ball to throw. And then there is just, and I know you love cartoon laughter. I just, I just want to hear this again. And for the people at home. Yeah, it goes on for some time. That is a master class of Rodney Dangerfield laughing right there. <laughs> hey, 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 ooh, I'm coked up. Oh, <laughs> it's just uh, very upsetting. Um, he, he hits Bear's dad. I don't know his name, Dad Bear. He he hits the ball as hard as he can, but it's like a giant like boulder rock, and yeah. it just lands on the ground in front of him, which is still legal. Like he's not out. I didn't understand this. He the 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 the, the forced concussion though rattles his toothache around to the uh, point where he sprints to first base, runs into the woods, puts his head in the hole of a tree, and screams in pain. And yeah. there is a somewhat funny bit where the where like the, the the chipmunks pulls an acorn off and his Not scream. Funny echoes through there i was like i you know what that is a good bit uh again this leads to a well-structured bit yeah. that resembles a joke in that they repeat it two more times and escalate each time but they're all very not funny i can appreciate a bit without laughing at it because <laughs> now we go to the sack race mentioned before he's actually winning and he's jumping around, rattling that toothache. He's not feeling good about it. Yeah. He trips on like the branch of a tree that's sticking out. And every other racer stomps on his face Ugh. as they're going by and just destroys his mouth. And he, really uncalled for, really dick move everybody. But he, again, has to run somewhere and scream. What is this one where he screams underwater? Yeah, yeah. He screams underwater. And run away. Yeah. Uh, then we cut to lunch, and I thought this was a very, you know what, this is kind of a sweet and tender moment between yeah. the, 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 the parents what, and the with kids. with all them making their dad's shitty meals? Yes. Uh, this, is, this is a character piece where you've, you've got an ensemble with eight jillion people. Here's what this guy does. Here's what this guy does. Because, like, earlier, the pig establishes that he is, like, a neat freak. Mm-hmm. And he jumps around the puddle while everyone jumps through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here, yeah, instead of slop, uh, sloppy Joe, he gives him a Joe he calls it a sloppy Joe, but left the sloppy part out. It's just two yeah. slices of bread. You've Joe. got the beaver who gives his dad like a, a round piece of wood that he then like saws uh-huh. around. And, yep. You know, and then you the, don't the, remember when we thought that beavers ate wood. Because yeah. I feel like every cartoon told us that. I'm like, oh, I guess that's how that's what they consume. Yeah. And I found out that just like use it to build houses. I'm like, oh, well, that's like a normal ass thing that humans do. <laughs> I would, like. But Why they, don't we have fucking ca- cartoons that show uh, us uh, eating wood instead of? Oh shit! They use they they chop it with their mouths. Yeah. Well, folks, today I learned. And a f- uh, foofer, kissy fur, gives <laughs> his dad a sandwich, and the dad's like, "I don't want to eat that." And he's like, "Don't you want to eat that? Come on, man, you got to eat my sandwich." He's like, "I'm a good father." He is a good father. He, yeah. he takes a bite of the sandwich despite intense mouth pain. And uh, knowing uh, it's going to be shit. Because no, he knows but it's, he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. But it's actually a good sandwich. He says, is this it? actually tastes pretty good. This actually mm-hmm. tastes pretty good. What is mm-hmm. in it? He goes, honey. honey and walnuts. And then two whole walnuts, like uncracked, fall yeah. from the thing. And he realizes he's clamped that tooth down 
at yeah. a hard-shelled walnut. Uh-huh. He runs off again to scream a third time. We don't always get a rule of three. We got it here, and I'm kind of happy about it. It's kind of a repeat, but, you know, like, yeah, he yells into a paper bag and stuffs it into a hole where there's a mole living, and the mole's like, what is this bullshit, and bites it, and then mm-hmm. gets screamed at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. yeah. I'll take okay. it. I'll take you know. at this point. I'll take it, Chan. It's a legitimate, thought-out bit that 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 heightened in three. It didn't heighten, but it went in threes. Yeah. Uh, and I that makes me ha- happy enough. Happy enough. This brings us to Miss Emmy. Miss Emmy. Miss Emmy wants to, you know, bear down. If you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's into it. She wants uh, to bear she- it all. She's mm-hmm, like, yo, mm-hmm. why are you being, why are you in such a bad mood? You know, didn't you have a good time at the, uh, at the picnic? He goes, I got a toothache. She's like, well, shit, get a dentist. He's like, oh yeah. <laughs> at this point, I just wrote kissy for bleeping sucks. Yeah, he really he just sucks. sucks. I also wrote kissy for sucks. That's literally the last note I have because I couldn't <laughs> write anything else. I, it just says kissy for sucks. Kissy <laughs> for sucks is my literal note. Uh, Gina, we're on the same page here because yeah. he, he's sitting out there being all, uh, you know, wounded because his dad, he thinks he, my dad didn't have as much fun at the, at the fair or whatever uh, that I, the picnic that I was hoping he would. No. And I feel shitty about, don't want to talk to him about it. Don't want to like find out if there were some extenuating circumstances. Maybe, maybe he was feeling bad that mom died in that freak elephant accident. I don't know. But like uh, 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 he just immediately is he gets angry, angry at his father for yep. not having a good enough time. Yep. That's controlling asshole behavior. I mean, look, this is exactly like when uh, I don't know, say a five year old starts climbing on you while you're sitting on the couch and starts kicking you in the head. And you're like, can you stop? And they're like, what? what? This is fun. I'm like, you, you little shit. You need to understand that uh, uh, it's fun for you, uh, but there are other human beings in this world. Uh, let's work on fucking empathy before I strangle you. Could be Jenna, anybody. Jenna, anybody. I've never related to you more. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying, I don't know why Gina thinks I would take the side of this <laughs> shit little bear. Yeah, this bear sucks. Um, uh, then the bear goes over where he overhears part of the dental conversation with the town dentist. And he mishears Ooh, it as what's uh, up, Bree's company. This oh got real. God. Can we can we hear the dialogue? Actually, I wasn't going to ask for this. But can we hear the dialogue that he misheard? How how do you po- I, let, hear judge for yourself? Shelby, this day's been one big pain after another. Well, I can see why. Little fellas rotten to the core. So what do I do? Well, if you want any peace of mind. You gotta get rid of them. Get rid of me. Ugh. I'll save them the trouble. Yeah, Just, kill yourself. Please yeah, kill, kill yourself. yourself Kissy Fur. That's fine. I, I yeah, hate this is, him so much. The only the only cartoon review show that advocates child suicide, <laughs> knowing it's half the podcast. <laughs> Dear and Lord. Look, I hate I, this kid I, so much. I understand no. what this kid is doing. I hate I you, Chan. Condone it. But I remember being a little kid and as an adult now looking back, seeing my kid do the same things to me going, oh, that's why my mom was being uh, a, a huge C. 
um, like, I get it now. I understand what I was doing and why it was horrible. And why would anybody want it to be even a parent when that's like your everyday job? Mm. Um, so I get it, but also you don't have to put up with that shit. Yeah. I, I just, I'm so upset. I literally, you know, kissy fur. I just wrote, ugh. Uh, a kissy fur goes to his raft that apparently was a plot point never mentioned that they had just built a raft yeah, that we yeah, all yeah. were just supposed to know that they have a raft. And what I love about it, he gets on the raft and he puts on his life jacket. And I notice immediately there's two other life jackets as the only other thing on this raft. And I'm like, gee, <laughs> wonder if he'll have company. <laughs> his two friends come over and yes, uh, uh, they start boating away so they can all just, I don't know what these other kids are doing. <laughs> I just want to talk for a minute about how shit the peas and carrots are in this cartoon. There are multiple times when like everybody's saying something. Oh, look out. We got to run away. Oh my goodness. We have to do the thing. And they're so bad that like, this is just the two of them. The two other characters, uh, as he pushes off, they're like, Kissy for a wait. Oh, nobody thought up of different things to say there's like oh it says here on the page uh kiss you for wait uh and then uh improvise your own lines that, uh kiss you for wait yeah, that was straight up willy wonka stuff right there no wait please don't uh, <laughs> if they had if they just watched him go while saying that this would have been the best cartoon this, ever. This would have been a primo cartoon. This would be a subversive cartoon of its era if they had done. No, they get on the bus. They put on the two other jackets. Wow. And I just wrote, Kissy for you get as far away from me as you possibly can. Uh, there's a, a moment here where they just are sailing off into the sunset and the music is playing in such a way that I'm like, just end it here. Just yes. end the episode here. They just leave. I, there was like six minutes left of the cartoon. So I was like, I know it's not going to happen, but everything is in place here as if that was the end. I wanted it to be the end. Uh, I agree. Uh, then there's a big storm, though, and they haven't come home and it's nighttime now. And Bear Dad starts being like, I've been banging Miss Emmy all day. Maybe I should start worrying about my kid. I've enjoyed the time away from him. Don't get me wrong. It's the only thing that takes my mind off the tooth. Yep. Is delicious bear beeges. Bear mm-hmm. beach, mm-hmm. beach, beach, yeah. Bear beach, yeah. Uh, uh, we call it the BBJ. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and so they, 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 the neighbor's kids, like, hey, my kid's missing. Is your kid missing? He's like, yeah. He's, oh, they're not together. They must be together. Uh, they go out. They're like, okay, that fucking built. Yeah, they look out. They're like, well, that raft that we all know about, <laughs> never mentioned up to this point. But that, whoa, that raft isn't here. Oh, you remember? Oh, of course, that raft that they recently built. Of course, we all know this. And it's just such a weird, anyway, uh, uh, they're like, oh boy, these kids have made a big mistake. So they, uh, uh, Bear and the crew, they get in their speedboat or whatever, their their boat, and they start going, they find them. It's a paddle like, boat. It's, a, it's, it's like, crazy. It's like those swan boats over at. Uh, um, oh, uh, at, uh, Griffith Park. Not Griffith. Oh, is they don't have a Griffith Park, do they? Yes, they do. Whoa, I didn't know I'm that. Sorry, Balboa Park. I'm trying Thank to say you. Balboa That's Park. What I was looking for. But if they uh, they might have them at Griffith Park, I haven't checked. But they definitely no have them at Balboa Park. Water in Griffith Park. It's a goddamn hill. It, they might have them. <laughs> Balboa Park is what we were both thinking of, though. Uh, I've ridden in a swan boat. Yeah, I brag. Uh, 
<laughs> jealous. Um, and he he okay, but Daddy Bear. I want to get this done with Daddy Bear throws throws he throws a rope and he ends up like catching them and he just capsizes their goddamn boat is what he does. He does. I'm fine with that. Like look, 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 there's a moment here, and I and I I didn't write it down. Maybe I no, I didn't. There's a moment here when I thought to myself, what a wonderful direction this show would go if these three children drift away and are gone forever. And now we have to deal with loss and we're time, you know, it it becomes, look, it becomes how I mean, what's that show uh, 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 with John Ritter, the 16 ways things to date my daughter show that like 16 ways to park my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Remember because John Ritter was the TV dad and then he uh, very sadly passed away. And then they tried to keep the show going by turning it into a monument to grief. And and it's, it's like, what, what are you doing? That doesn't work at it. I wanted them to actually do that with Kissy for the, uh, you know, that became the a monument still on the air, right? They did exactly that. And no, it that worked not, for them. It's not still on the air. That was like 15 years ago, Chan. There's no way. <laughs> if that show is still on the air, I, you know what? I'm wrong about most things in life. Well, probably still on the air then. My point I'm trying to make here is that I, I there was a moment where I was just like, you know what? If these kids go down, I'm okay with it. <laughs> and that's not a good sign. <laughs> for how your show is doing <laughs> when bad things are about to happen to all your child characters. And I, an actual parent watching goes, yeah, for the best. The only good thing I can say about it is that I thought they were headed towards a waterfall. And I'm like, oh, I did too. Christ. And it just turns out to be the ocean, which I guess is like marginally better. And gonna also, wash out to uh, the Connors was renewed on October 12th, 2022 to uh, get the full 22 episodes. But that's the Connors. That's not the show I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about eight simple rules. That was the name yeah, of the I show. Know. And eight I'm simple- saying that the Connors did exactly that after <sighs> uh, Roseanne uh, got fired. They con- they killed off her character and everyone continued on. And it was, they were talking about how she fucking died. Yeah, but they they changed the name of the show. Like they turned, like they literally just created a new show, cut ties with Roseanne. They didn't like just keep the thing rolling. I don't know. They like, did. It's exactly the same show in the same timeline and everything. They changed the name because that main character died, but it's still the show. Like how they changed Valerie's family into the, was it the Hogan family? Yeah, yes. I was pretty. It I sounds like, like ABC I, bullshit. I, 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 I like. I like the Hogan. I'm gonna say right now. Uh, I like Valerie Bertinelli did nothing for me. Uh, uh, but I'll tell you what, Edie McClurg on Hogan Family. Yeah, that's that's the good shit right there. I'm just gonna go I ahead mean, and say it. Honestly, the show would have been nothing without Hulk Hogan. Was he on that show? Really, just want to end the show right here. But we have one more scene to talk about. No. Bear sa- Daddy Bear saves everybody. I know, Gina. It's okay. We'll get there. Also, um, the- freaking toot. Like, yeah. the number of times, this was the point where I was like, oh, my God. How many times is, is somebody going to scream help in this show? Is it just all the time? Is that, <laughs> is that all the show is? It was Are weird that there were two help? helps in in that block. Like, split up these 11-minute episodes. Make Make one not screaming for help. Not since the Smurfs have I heard the, somebody call for help so many times per yeah, capita. Papa Smurf. Oh God! Every episode, like twenty times. Um, there's a great moment where um, the 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 uh, the, uh, uh, the Kissy for still being an asshole. I'll still point out. He says yeah. to his dad, like, he finds out about the toothache. He's like, we weren't talking about you. We we're talking about this toothache I had. And Kissy first says to his dad, after everything that just happened, 
you should have told me it was about your tooth. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, like, uh, you could have asked. <laughs> but that's when he, the dad turns around and says, hey, before you fucking ran off and almost died, maybe you could have told me. And I was just like, you get him, dad. This is what passes for progressive parenting in the 80s. Like, oh, yes, it's possible for a parent to be a little bit wrong. Um, even sure. though clearly he was not in any way. The fact that he admitted to anything like that is like, oh, my God. Oh. Look at this fucking Dr. Spock shit. Um, yeah. No, this dad, this bear dad's getting into heaven based on this episode alone. That's all I'm trying to say. Mm. Um, and they haven't even pulled his tooth yet. I just assumed somewhere in there, in that in that break, they would have pulled his tooth. But no, the turtle finds the pliers, yanks his tooth out. He feels better. And then it turns out Emmy bear. Now, what a dick move. You know, you're there. You know, he has a toothache. It's like the next day now. And she's brought over cupcakes that she baked. That's kind of a dick move. She does. First of all, that's like, you know, how how many sweets is this bear eating that he that he gets a rotten tooth from him? He lives off of uh, honey. How often does a bear brush his goddamn teeth, Gina? Also, also then maybe also he's not that great a dad, is he? If he's not brushing his teeth, not taking care of himself, he's not keeping bear. up with his Not keeping up with his health. He's a bear who knows to what, tell his kid to stay away from computers. His- Wait a minute. What does that have to do with? Well, yes, he's he is a luddite. We, uh, but what does that have to do with his parenting? Like, because if his, you're actually a good parent, you would take care of your health. Like, there's a difference between like maybe he's just he, maybe Kissy Fur is just such a handful. He doesn't have the energy at the end of the day, Gina. No, I feel that's like I'm not, revealing that's, too much about myself right now. Not an excuse. <laughs> not an excuse. I'm just going to move forward. He eats the cupcakes anyway, and I think he actually like hoards and eats all the cupcakes, which. Which yeah. is also upsetting. <laughs> You're losing a point, Dad. You were doing so well. Look, uh, I don't know if I brought it up on this show before, but we're doing Whole30 for the month of January. Oh, you have oh, boy, brought yeah. it up terrible. before. It's terrible. It's all you're, you're going to do, about, you're just going to binge uh, all sorts of food in yeah. February. So what's yes. the point of doing this? Uh, I don't know. To fucking binge in February. What? what <laughs> What should be the point of this? For the record, I plan on binging in February, and I'm not doing Whole30. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, to be fair, I will say, considering a uh, 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 sober February, not the Super Bowl, I'm considering... <laughs> I'm considering it. Is that a good decision? Uh, I've done it before. It seems like a good way to like just you know uh, get yourself back in a healthy place again. Uh, what do we think? Uh, soberary. Is that a thing we're going to do? Uh, according to Gina, you should be drinking more. Uh, <laughs> what's the point of depriving yourself in any way, shape, or form? Oh, no, come no, March 1st, I'm, I'm going to have to rush in, to the hospital. I'm an all things in moderation person, and I'm the fittest one among us. Mm-hmm. Must be nice being, what, 311 and like 40 pounds <laughs> some of us got some some baggage to haul yeah. around thank you very much i mean you're, Gina. if i'm 311 you're like 41 so <laughs> and i'm still somehow eight feet tall i don't know how this equation works but gina <laughs> it, it's really a shocker that the youngest smallest most childless one of us lives the most healthy. Uh, you guys, you here's the thing: you can't use your kids as excuses when you ha- when you chose to have them. Like that's not an excuse that flies with me. 
You chose to drive that car into that wall. Don't tell me about how your legs don't work now, Gina Ippolito. <laughs> seems a little seems a little rough, is all I'm trying to say. No, you you made your decisions. Now you live with them. I'm just Here's I'm thing. just saying. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, I, I I will cop to the fact that. Uh, Choices have been made. Uh, I'm not going to say look, that I regret them. But I'm happy thinking it. Look, I, I will say, look, at, uh, to to my uh, credit, I was out of shape well before I had a child in my life. Well, then that then then your whole point is even more moot. But I used to be in good shape, Gina. I used to be. Not look, as I long as I've known you, it. and and no, you definitely fair, I've known you when you didn't have kids. So listen. <laughs> I'm just saying I have pictures that I can look back on and say, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all I need. I, I don't need a lot, but I have that. So I have that. Are and we that's done? our show, everybody. <laughs> nope. We're ended on a, it ended on a real bummer. I mean, not just because <laughs> a kid almost killed himself, but. Kissy fur, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, kissy fur. I hate it. I hate I, it. I will forever remember Kissy Fur as being a show that put children in peril, and I did not give a shit for their well-being. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. skill. That's skilled writing yeah. to get me to that point. The only character who isn't terrible is Zoomer the robot in this whole thirty-minute thing. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I think Zoomer like, put the apples in the mouths. I'll just say it. <laughs> we didn't see him do anything, but also feels a little codependent, right? Well, I mean, he's literally, he's a machine. I mean, he's just got to but... learn to say no. He's just got to learn to stick up for himself. I'm going to put it out there. I think he probably lived a good life after this. I think he left that stinky bio. Oh, I definitely. think he's a robot bartender somewhere. And Bird, he gets a lot of ass. Yeah, a lot of robot ass? Yeah, or human ass. You know, like people like bartenders. It's just a thing. Yeah, uh, Data, Data got laid on Star Trek. Once. I mean... More than me in high school, Chan. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> was it Tasha Yar? Is that who? I don't even remember now. Yes, but like, it, it was, was. How dare you pretend you don't moment. know that? Oh, I, I was just pulling a name out of thin. I don't know Star Trek that good. I'm no nerd. <laughs> God bless it. I can't fool Chan anymore. Not that I ever could. Um, anyway, that is Kizzy Fur. Uh, any final thoughts on this? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that list that say, let's leave this one in the past forgotten. Uh, I, I also agree with Gina, who said 30 minutes from now, I will have forgotten this existed. <laughs> and I, I, it, it, let's invent that men in black technology so I can... <laughs> remove some 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 knowledge no because then you know what'll happen is we'll just keep watching it over and over again because our our patrons will say have you guys watched kissy foofer and we'll be like and we'll be like no i don't think we have and then we'll just keep so it'll be it'll be like we're in in a hell of our own making that's what the spreadsheet is for (laughs) and if it comes to it we'll tattoo ourselves like friggin oh that's a good idea it just I I wake up in the morning I look in the mirror and on my chest is emblazoned you've seen Kissy Fur yeah don't watch Kissy Fur <laughs> don't watch Kissy Fur Ray killed your wife <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go kill Ray I guess <laughs> the worst part was it was Ray Stevenson but you didn't clarify yeah you yeah didn't I 
clarify. It was obvious to the pressure. To be more specific. Come on, Chad. <laughs> it's the Lithuanian country singer. Is that who I'm supposed to kill? Oh, boy. Poor Virgis. I'm a big fan of Virgis Stacanus. Gina doesn't know what I'm talking about because you're bringing up a who would win ref right now. Great job. I slipped, into a coma. I slipped into a coma like 30 minutes ago. So you guys could be talking more about Roseanne or some show that I've never seen before. And I would still not have any idea what was going on. No, not only is Chan bringing up a who would win reference, he's bringing up an only heard on a Patreon video who would win reference. So look, Delvin, the- Delvin, Delvin Cox, you know. <laughs> You know what we're talking about here, and you're it. You're the only one. In in this day and age uh, where we have the internet and people can look things up, it becomes so much harder to be my type of comedian, which is to make references that only one person gets. Because <laughs> anybody can just find them. They can find out what you're talking about, and you're no longer you know, m- mysterious with saying things like, what does he mean? Oh, my gosh, I need to delve into that. So I I really have to bring my A game when it comes to um, really Chan. You have that. to you have to delve into that like Delvin Cox. Is that uh, you what you guys have about? you guys have five seconds to end this, or I'm blowing up both of your houses. I mean, if you can get past all the OD druggies. <laughs> All right, well, that's our show. That's Knowing is Half the Podcast. Dear Lord, I knew this one was going to be unpleasant, <laughs> um, but I feel like I feel like we did, we got some joy out of it, and I'm hoping you did too. Uh, you can always find us at facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast, patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Um, we are going to schedule, for you patrons out there, we are going to schedule a live listen to the G.I. Joe cassette tape with tripwire audio drama. And then we're going to do a Patreon-only episode talking about it. And we're going to book that, I think, for February. So uh, be ready for that. We're going to find a time to do it. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I actually can't wait to listen to it again. I listened to the first like minute and a half. And I was like, I got to save this for the show. This is, this is giving me all the feels right now. I really liked it. Can't be worse Otherwise, than Kissy Furf. Yeah, I feel like you could. I feel like it's wonderful. It is one. I I now know where my love of audio dramas came from. It came from this (laughs) right now. Uh, Also, you can go to patreon.com slash no one gets at the podcast. If you want to be a part of that, Uh, and you should, it's fun. You know, it helps us out. It lets us do things and and buy you stuff. So, you know, good stuff. And you can find us on Twitter at GI Joe podcast, God willing. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, almighty Ray. I'm at 999 RPMs. No, you're not. Nobody's at 999. <laughs> well, that it, Twitter it, account hasn't been around for 20 years. It throws off the flow with me going second. Doesn't it, though? I think yeah. Chad just needs to say, I used to be at 999 yeah. RPMs until I quit Twitter. <laughs> and then I can say, I'm at Gina Ippy. And that's our show, everybody. We'll see if it even happened. <laughs> Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world 
and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. (laughs) Yeah, not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like Robocop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com.